Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here's your host, Glenise. Hello and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Oh my goodness. So this week's show is tips to change anything. And I know that often when we say something like change anything, uh, people, you know, are no longer present because uh, it doesn't actually match their points of views that you can't change anything. So, you know, tips to change your uh, hair color, or tips to change your uh, butt size or something like that uh, might be a little bit more appropriate to have people be able to stay present. And I wonder... I wonder what it might be like if you're able to stay present throughout the show or at least notice when you zone out. Notice when you check out. Notice when you get annoyed. Because <laughs> whenever something doesn't match our points of views, we do a couple things. One, we can't hear them. <laughs> Or two, we get really annoyed, frustrated, find all sorts of reasons to stop uh, paying attention, uh, all of those sorts of things. So I wonder, I wonder how present you could stay while you're listening to this show so that you really could get a sense of what's actually true for you. So not what's true for me. Not what's true uh, based on what I say, but actually what, what is true for you? Because what I've been playing with uh, for a little while now is like is that is the willingness to stay present and the willingness to be aware of when I'm not. So really, just going, wow, I am not willing to stay present right now. So last night while I was sleeping, I played two different audio uh, clearings. One of which I kept my earphones in my ear the entire time. The other, <laughs> I'm not sure how quickly after I put the earphones in, I took them out. And uh, I know I was sleeping and yet there's still a level of presence there. And it's okay. It's like, it's just great information and I'm not wrong. And I'm not right when I keep the earphones in. It's just information. And in that case, I will keep doing it. Because <laughs> what I know, at least with like listening to, to audios and clearings and stuff like that, uh, pretty much anything that you're listening to that can contribute to changing something, sometimes it takes a while. And that is one of the things that I'm going to say is one of the tips to change anything is to really be willing to be present when you're not willing to change it. Or probably better said, when you're not willing to take the action that would contribute to changing it. So I'm not saying that listening to the clearing loop is going to change it. I just got last night that it would contribute to listen to it. So if I'm not going to do it, then acknowledge that, you know, just even say that to myself, like, hey, I, I get that this would contribute to changing this. And right now I'm not going to choose that with no point of view and no judgment. But really, if you'd like, you know, in, in terms of that is like, 
honoring that, really honoring you, saying, yeah, that, that would contribute. I get right now that would contribute, and I'm not choosing it. Because what that does is a couple things. One, it lets you off the hook, because then you don't need to judge you. You actually can just go, oh, yeah, actually, I just don't want to do that right now. And then once you've let yourself off the hook, you haven't used it as an excuse to judge you. Now there's more space. Now there's more possibilities. Now you might have the awareness of, oh, well, if I added this, it would be so much more fun and then I would do it or whatever it might be. But you just give yourself that space instead of I have to do it. So I'm forcing myself to do it. It's a different energy. But like, yeah, I get that it would contribute and nope, not choosing it today. So, I mean, it's kind of a funny tip, but first tip, don't force yourself to change it. <laughs> but it does, I, I promise you when, you, when you let yourself choose to change it or not change it, or choose to take the action or not take the action, it will gift you the space to then likely choose it. But when we try to force things, that's when we resist. And I, that's, we're just so darn cute because we resist, we resist, we resist exactly what we're asking for. So give yourself the space to choose it or not. That's, that's tip number one, I'm going to say. Uh, and then the other tip that I got actually is kind of been, I would say, through trial and error just for my own self is to look at what's required. Now, not from the place of form and structure, not from the place of this is the way it has to be, uh, or this is the only way I will change something, but really from like just brainstorming or brain dumping. Like if you would like to change your finances, what are 20 different ways you could do to change them? Because once you have that, once you start playing with, okay, well, what are, what are the ways? Oh, I could, I could have a savings account. Okay, I could give my, uh, I could give my spouse the uh, extra cash I'd like to save because they're a really good saver. I could uh, put it into an account that I don't have access to. I could, you know, like there's, uh, you'll just suddenly start coming up with all of these ideas. And then from those ideas, you can get a sense of actually, what would be fun or now this is the pickle <laughs> what would be fun may not always be everything because a lot of times the things that we haven't changed are because we didn't want to do what was required to change them and so I'll use myself as an example I mean, exercising, moving my body, all those things, it just never has been something that I love to do. Even as a young kid, I don't recall ever going, wow, I wish I could go outside and play. It was much more sedentary uh, activities that I did, and, and that's okay. And then, of course, as you get older and you get told what you should do, and then you're forced to exercise in school and you're forced to run and you're, you know, all those things. So then it really solidified my <laughs> dislike in it. Uh, so then that was kind of my point of view. So then, like, in terms of, say, communing with my body and saying, hey, body, what would you like to do? Uh, the fun might not match my point of view about fun. So you also want to look at that too, because when I use the word fun, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to love it. 
And so earlier, well, actually later last year and, and earlier this year, I started with a personal trainer and I still don't like, oh my gosh, when can I move my body? I'm so excited to exercise. Like, I don't really have that going on. <laughs> But I do enjoy it. And then what I what I put in place for myself was what is the in a sense it's like what is the reward? Like what what can I get out of doing that uh you know the strengths uh, exercises that my trainer has given me. Now for me it doesn't actually have to be much. Like marking an X on a calendar is a great way for me which sounds so funny. But Otherwise, you know, one of my targets for this year is to be stronger and and uh, like stronger and, you know, more vibrancy physical wise. And I going to the trainer once, I'm not going to have that reward right after. I might feel good. My body might feel good, whatever. But it's not going to be the like the target will not be met after one time. And so this is where I find it's important for me to have something. So I get excited about doing something that maybe in the past I haven't been willing to do. Uh, And then there's times where, so kind of I would say after what we might call the honeymoon stage uh, with the personal trainer, I kind of got to where I really didn't want to do it one day. And it was my home uh, plan and I just didn't want to. And I didn't want to, and I just didn't want to. And then I did it. And I did it not because I wanted to. <laughs> I did it because it, it was going to create greater. And so it's also really tips to change, you know, one of the tips to change anything is to, to be aware of what is required from awareness, from what will create greater, and with no point of view so that you're totally open to it now if you know if it was a true my body doesn't really want to do it it's not going to create greater you know what I wouldn't have actually chose to do it but I was very aware it was just a head game I was playing and then what I actually did do when I saw my trainer the next uh, day or so I said to her like what do we do when we don't want to do it (laughs) I know it's going to create greater. I, you know, body is saying yes. Not that I necessarily use that word with her, but you know, everything's a go except that. And she said something so basic. She said, well, you just do it. And I was like, huh, I guess you do. Cause it is, it's everything else is on track for it. So when you're looking at changing something, chances are you're looking at changing something that's been a certain way for a while and, and you've created that way based on the choices you've made. So in order to change it, you need to make different choices. And I think there's a quote that's not coming to me right now, but uh, you know, like it's, it's pretty simple. And then it's like, what, what's required then when you are comfortable with the choices that you've been making in the past that aren't creating the result that you'd like, but you're comfortable with the choices it's then the willingness to be uncomfortable. So that's another tip to changing anything is absolutely be willing. Absolutely be willing to be uncomfortable. 
And again, I mean, I'll, you, I've been talking a lot about my trainer and, and body stuff this whole year on my radio show, mostly because it really relates to anything we'd like to change. Like it's the exact, well, not the exact same process. And a lot of it is because it's like choosing it and choosing it and choosing it until it's a habit and not from the place where I chose not to move my body before. So it's from a different place. It's from actually the energy of, I really desire to be strong and I'm getting so strong. This is the coolest thing. I mean, I talked before about having, you know, one session and, you know, won't maybe be as strong as I'd like to be after that. And so much magic can occur when we're actually willing to choose it, to take the action and have it not be, oh, well, it takes three months before you build a muscle or whatever, you know, from this reality, they might say, like, are you willing to also be the magic that you be with whatever you're looking to change? And to be aware of any crazy points of view that you might have, that it might take longer, or you might have to work harder, or that it might be difficult, or like all of those are just interesting points of views. And Also, if you do run into that, what if you don't make it significant, right? Like myself, I ran into where I did not want to do it. I mean, I was coming up with all sorts of stories before, well, before I, well, probably for hours (laughs) before I did it. Oh, I had reasons. I had justifications. I had all sorts of things. And then it was like, and I'm still doing it. So I guess for me, what I look at now is like, how bad do we desire the change? Like really, if you look at what you'd like to change, how much do you desire that to change? Because if it's only a little bit, you probably won't do what it takes. And I don't mean that as a judgment, believe me. (laughs) I don't mean that at all. It's just really to be aware of that. If it's not really something that you're excited about, you're probably not going to uh, just do it anyway. You'll probably buy into those reasons or justifications. And for me, uh, you know, the strength and all of that, and I'm going on a trip in May, we are going to, well, first to Sweden, because I've got some yummy classes there. One, of course, exponentializing your capacities with energies. Uh, And then I've got foundation in Sweden. From there, we're going to go to Norway. My dad's going to meet us. We're going to have an awesome, just sightseeing, awesome trip in Norway. Then we're going to go to Ireland, do a class there, and also a little bit of sightseeing, and then to Iceland on our way home. So yeah, I actually have some uh, even extra inspiration. So there's even less chance of me going, oh no, I can do it tomorrow or all of that because May is not that far away. Now, the other thing that's really working for me, of course, is the X's on my calendar and the difference. I mean, every time I go into my trainer, Well, I shouldn't say every time. Almost every time I go in, we get to add more weight to the different things I'm doing. And that to me is so exciting. And then last week she she emailed me and she said, hey, we're just about done your 10 sessions. And what I was doing, I was going in once a week for, for 10 weeks. And she said, would you like to start coming twice a week? And my first response was no. Like, and luckily she'd emailed me because I was just in my head, I'm like, no. I wasn't even sure I was going to renew because I, I, you know, I felt good with the, with the routine that I had for myself and, and choosing, you know, what she'd shown me in the past and all that. And I was like, but wait, 
One, I know that I do better when she's watching me. It is uncomfortable as fuck. And I do way better and I'm getting so many results. I'm getting so much stronger. And I wouldn't choose two twice a week for what reason? So I said yes. Now, that's another tip. Is not just to go with your, you know, with your first. <laughs> my, my reaction was a no. And my reaction was a no because I have this interesting point of view that some of you might just laugh at me for. Uh, but I actually, when we're home, which we're not maybe home a lot, a lot. And when we're home, I like to actually be at home. Like the thought of go, the, only, the reason I only signed up with her once a week to begin with was because leaving the house more than once a week sounded horrific. That's so funny. Um, just to say out loud right now, but, and now it's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Like it's exciting to go twice a week. It's exciting to see the, the weights going up and to feel stronger. And, and then I ran into some problems with my foot. Well, it was kind of, I've been kind of having problems with it, uh, actually since we got back, um, from our trip in December and I went and saw a physio and he got me all set up. Like, it's just so amazing what is actually possible when we actually choose something. And that's really what I perceive that I did with, with getting stronger is the choosing to change it. And so if you look at that, if you want to change your money situation, how uncomfortable is it? Now, I do not mean that you need to be uncomfortable before you change something. Please know, you don't have to be any you don't have to do anything to choose something different. It's just that that's how most of us wait. You know, I waited until I didn't feel strong enough to do something I would have loved to do to go, you know what, this is crazy. <laughs> it's time to choose so that I can be prepared next time something awesome comes up that I can say yes to. Uh, you know, so I, I waited and cool. There's nothing wrong with that. And what would you like to change? So if the money thing is something you'd like to change, what then can you put in place that would really inspire you? Is it X's on the calendar? Is it a certain amount put away? Is it a certain amount paid off on past expenditures? Like what is it that would really inspire you to choose it and choose it and to choose it even when you don't really wanna choose it because of all the crazy from before? Yeah, so we're going to head to break. And what I'd like you to do over break is just look at that for yourself. What is one thing you'd really like to change? And what do you need to put in place for you to take the action? All right, we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live-streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about tips to change anything. And I was actually, uh, a friend of mine shared a title of a book. It's called Atomic Habits. And I have not read the book yet, but I did check out a couple videos. And it actually looks really cool. Now, you guys know I, I facilitate tons of different access consciousness classes. And this is not an access consciousness book. However, uh, I really, really get the information in it from kind of my own experience of changing things. Because for so long, I kind of went off the, well, if it's not fun, I don't have to do it. Or if it's not fun, it's not going to create more kind of, you know, what I was talking about in the first segment. Uh, Even though I talk about, you know, it will be fun. It's often from the point of view that what I hadn't been choosing wasn't going to create greater or wasn't, you know, because it wasn't fun, then I don't have to do it and kind of all this crazy. Uh, So the way that he talks about it, and he's got a couple of 20 minute videos and and longer videos on on, uh, YouTube too, if you want to check them out. And it's, it's basically that is like find a way to reward yourself whatever that is for you and and one of the things that I really liked and I haven't really dived into it because I just watched one of the videos this morning was like look at what happens if you don't change it and you know so for myself with say the the moving my body like what would if I would have come back from my trip and not seen the the personal trainer what does that look like in six months and what does it look like if I do or again maybe you've got a money thing you'd like to change like what if what happens or what does it look like if you put a hundred dollars a month on the past expenditures and what does it look like if you don't you know so you start getting this sense of kind of like the what it'll create it's it's kind of like the access consciousness question when we ask you know truth will this create the future I desire or will it decay the future I desire now maybe the you know kind of looking at what it would create or you know kind of that end result maybe that's a little bit more form and structure than the question and for some people that actually is going to create greater for them to be present with hey if I don't start putting the money on the credit card, the interest is going to get to a certain amount. Or there's probably calculators online that you could go and put, you know, if you have, let's say, $2,000 on a credit card, uh, how much that more it will be in six months if you don't put anything on it, those sorts of things. So do you actually get present with what is instead of the crazy of, well, I don't have to, or I don't have it, or like all of those, those things that uh, what we call reasons and justifications that seem to make a lot of sense at the time. But really, we're just fooling ourselves 
And then we get to judge ourselves because we didn't take the action. So if you look at that thing, maybe you came up with one thing over break of like what you'd like to change. Maybe just take a moment right now. So if you don't take the action, whatever action, and I don't mean you have to have it figured out right now, but whatever action, if you don't change it, then what? What is that going to be like in six months? Yeah, ick. (laughs) And if you do, if you do take the action, yeah, yeah. And one of the videos that I watched, uh, there was two of them that I watched. One was the author himself talking about it. And one was a guy who did a really cool, um, like cartoony drawing while he talked about the points that he really appreciated from the book, which was a really brilliant way uh, for me to watch and learn too, because I'm quite visual. So I like to see that. And he was showing, and it's probably discussed in the book, but how, you know, if it's, I think it was 28 degrees Celsius, 29, 30, and it wasn't until 32 that an ice cube turned, you know, started melting. And it wasn't that, like, it wasn't that that kind of that one degree was the only thing it took. It took being at 28, and then at 29, and then at 30, and then at 31, and then 32. Like, it took all of those other uh, degrees. So it wasn't just the one, it was the, pr- the, the progression. So if often, also, if you look at that, again, I'm going to use myself with the trainer. So it took me saying, yes, I'll go. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. I will leave my house once a week. <laughs> I sound like a hermit. I guess I kind of am. And you know what? I'm actually so okay with that. I love my house. Hubby goes out and does everything that needs to get done. Uh, You know, so it's like, yeah, anyway. And it's not like I never leave any other time. But uh, so it took that progression. It took me choosing for, I think it was eight weeks that I went out once a week to her asking, (laughs) to me resisting, Uh, And again, luckily, she only did it through email so that I had, you know, kind of the time to go, oh, wait, hmm, maybe that was resistance. Maybe I could ask some questions here to into the progression of like, yeah, actually twice a week is great. So I'm actually not increasing how much I'm moving my sweet body. I'm actually just increasing the amount that I see her because I was doing uh, four times a week. So, you know, three times on my own once with her. And now it's just two and two. So There's not a huge change in that, and it's still a huge change. Because again, I do better with her. She has way more equipment than I do at home. And it is that uh, that, um, accountability, is having somebody there, having somebody, you know, that's counting on you, waiting for you, that sort of an energy too, that really contributes for me. Uh, So it's like, when we look at all of that, when you look at what you'd like to change, And often what we look at when we want to change something is the big picture. We go, uh, you know, maybe you've got $40,000 in past expenditures and you really just want to be, have no past expenditures. (laughs) Well, chances are, and I mean, I I don't want to say this as the the only way, but a lot of people aren't going to have $40,000 additional overnight. So there will be this process. And I actually, I can remember years ago this was oh my gosh maybe 2010 and I used to have this 
this way that I entertained myself, which was through credit card debt. And I didn't acknowledge, I didn't know, or I didn't know, I probably didn't know actually, to be honest, but I hadn't really become aware yet of what I was doing. So I thought that, you know, it was just what happened basically. But now I can see that it was just me entertaining myself. And so I'd get, create a lot of credit card debt and then I'd find a way to pay it off. And then I'd be like, Ooh, look at me, I paid it off. And then I'd create a whole bunch more credit card debt. Anyway, there's a whole radio show called, uh, something like, are you drama trauma with money? I can't remember the exact title it's for, for, for many years ago, anyway, probably 2014, 2013. Anyway, so that's what I would do. And I remember one time in particular, and I think it was actually Oprah, an Oprah show. This is, I'm really dating myself back when she had a show. Uh, and she was talking about kind of the like the shame with money and the shame with debt. And, and it just really, it really gifted me kind of like, okay, this needs to change. And what I did, so I had, I think it was $15,000. Now you got to remember for me back then, that was huge. I was probably, I don't know, maybe I was making five to 7,000 a month. So to have that much in credit card debt, that was a huge amount. And I remember it was September of whatever year it was, and I chose to put every penny that I made in uh, facilitating a Reiki class. So that's what I did back then. And even, I, couldn't, I didn't even allow myself to take expenses out. So if I made, you know, if I had six people come to a class and it was 300 a person, that $1,800 went on that credit card and I had to pay the expenses out of my other money. And I was so, like, I was so OCD on it. Like, <laughs> and I paid it off in less than a year, which, you know, is astonishing to me because back then, if I'd have told, you know, if somebody would have said to me, if, hey, if you do this, you'll be able to pay it off in, I think it was nine months or something, I'd have been like, there's no way I could do that. And yet it was totally, totally easy to do it that way. So no, it wasn't overnight. And by doing the kind of the one degree, uh, you know, getting to the melting point was actually a lot quicker than I had expected. So you also want to look at that too, because I think, for a lot of us, what we do is kind of that impossible energy. Like I can't change it. It's impossible. How would I ever do that? It's $40,000 in debt. It's $100,000 in debt. It's whatever. It's like, well, yeah, all the time we're in the energy of I can't or it's impossible or it'll take too long. We're, we'll never change it. But if we go, okay, you know what? It's a dollar a day. I'm putting a dollar a day on that credit card or whatever it is. Like find something because that energy, that movement forward, another tip is, what is that? There's a, like when something's in motion, it's easier to keep it in motion than if something's completely stopped, it's harder to get it into motion. So if you start even $1 a day, even one sit up a day, even one phone call to a friend a day, it depends on what you'd like to change. You know, for some people, they would like to be more. <laughs> Maybe some people would like to be less of a hermit. <laughs> Honestly, I'm okay being a hermit. Uh, and like, you know, what is that for you? What is it that you'd like to change that you've decided you can't change? Yeah, because what if you can? Like truly, what if everything is actually changeable? 
In fact, I actually have a specialty class. Uh, so specialty means an access consciousness class uh, that they've approved as a specialty class. And it's called How to Change Anything with Ease. We are going to have it in Lloydminster, Alberta, uh, slash Saskatchewan. That is a border town. In person, uh, Saturday, April 6th and 7th. So it's a weekend. And you can also join us online. If you're not able to get there, uh, you can join us online line and you will receive a manual that has 32 different tools. So there are the access consciousness tools that you can use to change anything. And what I've done is I've put them into a manual so that you have it at home. It's one of the things that I find with, with all of the tools is that there's so many. And a lot of times when we're just starting out with them, we don't actually know when to use them. So I've broke it down into sections like family, money, uh, bodies, different things like that, so that you can go in and just open the manual and you'll be like, oh, I've got something I'd like to change with money. What tool can I use? And you can look at the different options. And it's not to say that one tool is only used for one thing because they're interchangeable, but it at least gives you uh, a starting point. And all of those tools, I mean, the title, How to Change Anything with Ease is so... That's what I have found with these tools is that you can change anything with ease. There's a tool to change anything anything if you're willing to and if you're willing to take the action whatever that action might be and really willing to be honest with yourself of what you'd like to change and any of the value to not changing it which is actually another tip to changing anything is and this might actually be the very first thing you want to look at what's the value of not changing it because that's often where we're operating from. And that question often doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, there is no value to having $50,000 in debt, Glennies. <laughs> and I would say to you, and there is. How do I know? Because you've, if, if that's what you have, you have, you've chose it. We don't choose anything that doesn't have value. And there can be all sorts of crazy to having, like, just be really honest with yourself about the value. Then change that be like willing to look at it and then that will start to shift and change it even on its own even just to go wow okay yeah you know what I was choosing that past expenditures just to fit in with my family just so I had something to complain about at the coffee you know at the coffee uh, table for during breaks at work and those that starts becoming really great information so that you can look next time you're sitting, you know, for your coffee break and everybody's talking about, you know, how much, how hard it is to make ends meet and how much debt they have and like all of this sort of energy, you can still join in or maybe it won't be so fun anymore. Maybe you'll start recognizing another choice. Now, it doesn't mean you don't want to have coffee with people or you should run away from people or you should tell them to shut up. It's just, it starts being for you. Like, hey, does this work for me? And maybe you can just sit there and smile and nod. Maybe you don't need to add to the story. And maybe you totally want to get in on it. And that's okay, too. There's no right or wrong with any of it. It's just like, hey, what, what would I like to do right now? What would I like to choose right now? Earlier today, I was, uh, hubby and I are having a big chili event tonight for uh, geocachers, which he loves to do, geocaching, and so there's a whole bunch of people coming out. So we were working together to make all the chili for tonight, and kind of got a little bit snappy with each other, and 
he snapped and then I snapped and then he snapped and then I was just about to snap again. And I was like, but wait, (laughs) just in my, in my head, I was like, but wait, is this like, is this what I'd like to choose right now? And I was like, no. So then I just actually went down to my office and did my work and had, you know, just totally changed it by not choosing to snap by choosing something totally different. And it was only by recognizing the energy of, like I didn't like the snappy energy. I didn't like, it wasn't wasn't yummy, it wasn't expansive, it wasn't creating what I'd like on the planet. And the only choice that I could see in that moment was just to leave. I mean, I could have sat him down and said, okay, we need to talk about this, what's going on. But you know what? No, it wasn't in that 10 seconds, that wasn't necessary. I just required to leave the situation for me. Now I didn't stomp out. I didn't, he knew I was coming to work. I mean, it was, it was not, not like a big dramatic thing. I've done that before, believe me. But it was just like, hey, what, what, what would I like right now? And not what would I like for him? Or what do we require? What would I like? Well, I would like not this. <laughs> like, this is crazy. <laughs> so I changed it. I just chose something totally different. Now, sometimes things aren't that simple. You know, sometimes it is required to stay and have the conversation or to, uh, you know, really have the discussion, whatever it is. Like, that. I'm not saying this is always the way to do it, but it was, it was a very simple fix for what was going on because it was really, un- the whole snappiness was just unnecessary. Uh, and so it was like, just change it. Okay, way I went, change it. And then in other situations, if it's not that, then what? What else can you, can you do and you want to look at what would you like? What would you like it to be like? So let's say it is a conversation. Maybe you're, you know, you're trying to let your teenager know that, no, they're not going to that party on the weekend or something. So you can't just leave the room. Well, I mean, I suppose you could, depending. Um, and... There are times, so a lot of times in those situations, it's pretty much the exact opposite to what we're doing. It's where we require to drop our barriers and we require to be present and we require to listen. And often, and I'm going to use that, you know, that kind of talking to your teenager, often we're taught as parents to be the boss to force, to push, to make them hear you, to make them understand. And that, I mean, that's one way. And I mean, I don't have, say my own children, but we did, you know, when I came in to uh, hubby's life, he has three kids and they were all um, young to mid teenagers. I was very young. It was (laughs) very interesting and did not maybe get it right. Maybe not do it the way I would now if I was going to do it again. Uh, And it's all about going into, okay, so what, what would I like here? Well, I'd like them to hear me. Okay. So would they maybe like you to hear them? Okay, so could we sit down and have this discussion where we can, where you would be willing to listen to them, and that might invite them listening to you. It might not, but really, what would you like, and how can you change it? But those barriers, I mean, I talk about teenagers, but believe me, we put barriers up to everybody, 
the more that you can have those barriers down, the more that you will change anything. Cause you'll put, look at that email I got from my trainer. Hey, would you like to come twice a week? No, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And you know, cool that I was also able to willing to choose or able and willing to choose beyond it. So anyway, I see the time we must get to break. So we will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking all about tips to change anything. And, you know, really... Knowing that you can, knowing that there is actually a tool or a process or something that can contribute to you changing it, that to me is a huge step. And you might not actually change it in that moment. Just knowing that you can, that might be the first step. And then it might be a while before you actually choose it. And then you might choose to change it for a while and then you might stop. <laughs> like, really, what if it's all okay? And I guess that's, for me, that's the biggest piece. Is like, if you look at it all and just be like, hey, whatever you've chosen in the past, whatever you haven't chose, whatever you've decided you should choose, whatever you have to choose, you need to, you're wrong because you haven't, like all of that. What if you could just be like, hey, this is okay, I am right where I have chose to be. And just allow yourself to be okay with that. Now, how? <laughs> and this is one of the tools that I talk about in the How to Change Anything with Ease. It's one of the tools in the manual. It's one of the tools that I use all the time. If you've listened to my radio show, you know this tool from Access Consciousness. And it's the interesting point of view tool. So if you have something, bring up something right now, something that you think you should have changed or you have to change or you're so horrible because you haven't changed it, uh, you know, bring up the energy of something like that and make it really bad, like make it really wrong and be really judgy of you for it. And then just along with me, interesting point of view, I have that point of view. 
<sighs> Interesting point of view. I have that point of view. <sighs> Interesting point of view. I have that point of view. <sighs> Interesting point of view. I have that point of view. Because honestly, guys, once you let that point of view change, and or I guess, I mean, change it so there isn't a point of view. Once you do that, as we talked about before, it will give you the space to actually change it. Because you don't have the pressure on yourself. You don't have the judgment of yourself. You're just in the space of like, hey, yeah, maybe I won't, maybe I will, whatever. <laughs> Interesting point of view gifts you so much. It gives you you. Because every time you judge you for not having changed something or not having continued to change something, this just is where you really get locked up and tied up and just spin and really contract instead of like, hey, it's just an interesting point of view. So now what can you choose? What would you like to choose? One of the things I think I've probably done a few radio shows on it because uh, I've asked Gary Douglas, who's the founder of Access, I've asked him different questions in different classes. And a lot of times his response to me is, well, what would you like to create? And it was like, well, no. <laughs> we need to figure out why I created this crazy, and then we need to decipher it, and then we need to give it you know, great significance, and then I can look at what I'd like to create. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. We can be like, wow, isn't that interesting that I chose that, that I created that? Huh, that's some crazy. Okay, cool. Now what would I like to create? <sighs> yeah. In fact, I was doing my weekly swap session with my sweet friend Angela and uh, you know, both of us had this awareness that some of the stuff that we that we put with each other was just we just we just just kind of ourselves ourselves. And one of my favorite terms of hers is the BFF, a BFFD, the big fat fucking distraction. And it was like, yeah, that's exactly it. So I said to her, I said, you know what, I give you permission. So we use Voxer in between our weekly get-togethers. We use Voxer, which is like a, a voice audio thing. So I will just voice her and be like, rah, 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 can you help me? Can you assist me? Do you have a question? You know, whatever. And I don't mean that I always sound like that, of course. We also celebrate each other and we do all sorts of awesome things. But I said to her, if I come to you with that energy and you're aware that I'm distracting myself, could you please, I give you full permission to say to me, so Glenice, what would you like to create here? Because let me tell you, that takes you out of distraction in a point, about 0 0.02 seconds. So actually, that's gonna be another tip to change anything, uh, is looking at like, you know, is it actually something you'd like to change or, is distracting yourself more valuable? <laughs> oh, that just hit home for me. So thank you. Thank you for listening in and contributing to that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's not wrong. You know, this, I keep saying it, and I don't know if you guys totally get it, because it took me a long time to get it. And not that I mean it should take you a long time, because it took me a long time. Uh, and it's like, what if nothing is wrong? Like nothing is wrong. Like not one choice you have ever made
has ever been wrong. I'm just letting that sink in. <laughs> and I, I mean, I talk about getting it and I still know that there's a lot of places that I will judge myself. And, and, and what if we're not wrong? Like, what if we have never been wrong? Now, are there choices that we could have made that would have created greater? Yes. And we weren't wrong. And that's where the question with access, like what's right about this I'm not getting? Because there's often so many gifts in, in whatever we do choose. It might not be the most ease way. It might not be the most uh, fun way. But there's gifts in it if we're willing to look at it, if we're willing to be present with it. And even all those years that I spent with the drama trauma around credit card debt and paying it off and then creating more and paying it off and all of that entertainment. Do you know how many people that that has contributed to from my choosing it, to my awareness of it, to my changing of it, to my talking about it often. <laughs> now, of course, I don't have to choose stuff like that to contribute to other people. And what's right about this I'm not getting, I do get that that's a huge contribution. I get that how many people that I've, you know, read their books or listened to their audios or taken their classes or, and that they've chose something and then they didn't choose it anymore. And how much that contributed to me changing whatever it was. In fact, I remember it was 2012, so I was fairly new to access. I'd been only studying it about a year and a half. And I took my very first uh, certified facilitator training and Dane did an evening class during that class. And the next morning he came in and he was sharing how when he left the class, he decided, not decided, but he felt like no one liked him and he did a bad job. And I remember sitting in the audience going, what? You can't possibly think that about yourself. Like, you just can't. And then he just said, and then I remembered the tool. Who does it belong to? Return to sender with consciousness. And, you know, and everybody laughed. But I remember just going, whoa. Because I was keeping it such a secret how much I felt like other people didn't like me, other people didn't want me around. Like, I mean, it, it was a huge thing for me for most of my life um, until probably about five years ago when I probably, you know, very similar to a day and like, hey, who does that belong to? I'm just aware of that on the, on the planet. And so same thing. It's like when somebody is willing to say, hey, you know what? Yeah, that was shit for me too. And here's what I did to change it. Oh my gosh, that, that just creates so much. So again, not that I have to choose it to contribute to other people. And I get how much we can contribute to each other when we don't pretend. Like, gosh, when I first started business, I had such interesting points of views about what a good um, you know, business owner or teacher would do or say. So I was very uh, you know, prim and proper, about as prim and proper as I can get, which, you know, a bit of a stretch, but I can do it somewhat. Uh, so I, that, that was me. That's what I did. That was the right thing to do. And gosh, I look at you know, how I used to be to how I be now and how, I mean, there's just nothing secret in my life. There is nothing, if you want to know anything about me, you can pretty much listen to a radio show. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't talk about it, everything on every show, but if you listen to enough of them, you, you pretty much know my life inside out and backwards. And, and I'm good with that. I, I'm okay with that. In fact, I feel more like me than I did when I was pretending. And 
there's so much more space because it's just this level of vulnerability that allows me to be me and me to go, wow, I really messed that up or wow, I could have done better. Or, you know, there would have been a time I wouldn't even told anybody that hubby and I were snappy with each other because people who are snappy with each other, they probably shouldn't be married. (laughs) Instead of going, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we were snappy with each other. And then it wasn't fun for me, so I left the room. Oh my gosh, it's just so funny to think about now. But I really, I had so much significance on it. I had so much significance on what I needed to, um, I was going to say look like, but that's not it. Uh, Present no, like, um, what people thought of me, I guess. There's a better word, but I'm not thinking of it right now. And so it's like, really? What if you allow yourself that? And I don't mean you, (laughs) I don't mean you have to tell everybody everything. That's not what I'm talking about. But just allow yourself to be vulnerable, to be you, to mess up, to make a mistake, to get it wrong from this reality, to get it right from this reality. Just allow yourself all of that. Because what then could you create? Like what, and what could you change? You know, because back when I, you know, it would have been wrong to even talk about being snappy was back when I wouldn't snap back. You know, if hubby was snappy, then I would be like, oh my God, you know, in my head and all this, all this drama, trauma and story. And now it's like, snap back, snap back, snap back. Oh, wait, this isn't fun. Okay, I'm leaving the room. Right? If we just allow ourselves to be who we be in that moment without there being anything right or wrong, without judging what we've chose and recognizing, yeah, you know what? There might be something more, um, something else we could choose that would create greater. So there's always, always another choice. There's always another possibility. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about things, you know, that you know you would like to change and things that maybe aren't working and that you'd like to change because they aren't working. But what about the areas that are working? What about the areas that, uh, that you, you know, really feel like you've got together that are just really yummy, really delicious? Now I ask you, what there would you like to change? Yeah, because what if? What if we don't need it to be a problem to change it? Like, let's say you've got the money thing figured out. You've got uh, uh, more than you require coming in every month. Uh, things are flowing. You, you feel really good with it. Are you willing to ask for more? Or maybe you've got the relationship thing. Maybe you're really, you know, really uh, everything's yummy and delicious and all of that. And then what? Could it be even better? Like, you know, this is where we talk about, like, what else is possible that we've never even considered? Because otherwise, we might just be creating crazy to change things instead of recognizing earlier on, we'd just like it to be different. And chances are you would like it to be different all the time. And I'm going to say it again. What if that's not wrong? Even if this reality has told you a million times how wrong you are for wanting something to be different or wanting to change something just for the sake of changing it, what if that's not wrong? And what if that's actually more natural for you than anything else? Yeah, yeah. How much more fun would that be? And how much more ease would that be? Well, and of course, you'd have to want to be um, willing to have ease in your life. And maybe that's something you'd like to change. 
Maybe there's some areas that you, again, you have some ease with. What would it take to even choose more ease? What would it take to choose to be even more magical? What would it take for you to choose it to be all ease and joy and glory? <sighs> yeah. Which is actually another uh, tool uh, from the manual, and it's the Access Consciousness Mantra. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. Over and over and over. So if there's something that isn't ease, isn't fun, that you're struggling with, that you're judging yourself for, that you're whatever, just say that while you're in the energy of it, just over and over. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And I know it seems too simple, and I know it seems too, um, too easy, and try it. Just try it. Now, the other thing that, you know, Gary and Dane, the founders of Access Consciousness say, is 10 times in the morning, 10 times at night, and I totally agree, and any time throughout the day that you require to change something, or something, you want something to be different. Because the magic that is in that it's difficult to put into words for me. And that's why I always say to people, just try it. Try it for 30 days, put a reminder on your phone, put sticky notes by your bed, on your mirror, whatever you need. So give it a really good 30 days. And then you will know for you. Cause I know for me, but to put it into words is difficult. The other thing that I know is that by saying it so many times for so many years that often if I'm in a, you know, in a, in a space of crazy or uh, something that, you know, I just kind of feel like, oh, I don't have to say it that much to really be the energy of it. You know, it's just kind of like it's become a part of me. And so by just being it and saying it maybe once or twice or remembering it, you know, even just the energy of it it actually works. It seems to work quicker. I don't know that it actually does or not, but it seems to. And I get that it's from that space of really playing with it a lot and really getting that sense of it. And then we'll just talk about one more of the, the um, tools from the manual. And it's, truth, is this the change I've been asking for? And it's a brilliant question because when we're looking at changing something, and we go, oh, okay, I will, um, you know, I'm going to start paying off my, my credit card past expenditures and, uh, and then it will be like this. And then maybe all of a sudden you get an extra bill that was unexpected or you, you know, there's something that comes up that seems to not fit what you were doing. And that's where you want to ask is truth. Is this the change I've been asking for? Because nine times out of 10, it is. Now there's no logic or reasoning for it. So we just want to know, oh, okay, it's light. It's a yes. Okay, cool. And then you just want to be interesting point of viewing yourself to get out of the judgments of it and just to allow it to unfold because it never shows up the way that we'd like it to. So if you're willing to and to be honest with you and acknowledge, hey, this is the change I've been asking for. I'm going to step out of the drama trauma. I'm going to be, you know, aware that this is the change I'm asking for. So it's going to create greater. So I'm just, you know, going to be interesting point of view. I'm going to drop barriers. I'm going to use all the other tools uh, just to keep with it. And then it always turns out a billion times greater than what we could even imagine. It's just getting kind of through that, that hiccup 
if there is one. I don't mean there always is one. There, that is not it at all. It's just sometimes there is, and that's a that's a beautiful tool to have in your hip pocket because uh, it can get you out of drama, drama really quickly to go, oh, well, this is the change I've been asking for. Isn't that interesting? Okay, all right, universe, show me what you got. Show me what's up. <laughs> all right, so we are going to end the show today. Thank you so much for listening in. So incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. And I would love, love, love to have you come play with us for how to change anything with ease. I'd love to hug your sweet self. So come in person to Lloydminster. Or if you are not there, you're not able to get into that sweet town, uh, just join us online. And then I can hug you uh, and see your beautiful face. All right, guys, have a great week. Look forward to chatting with you next week. for making The Glenise Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.